my heart right now. Just flipping through what noticed a couple of things in Isaiah. Something gave me this morning out there, but then it's just something that I'm seeing now as I was flipping pages. Isn't it awesome when you flip pages out in God's Word and just looking at the notes that He has given you in your Word? Oh, you don't have any notes, young people? Are you growing in the Lord or are you growing in man? As God's taking you and speaking to you and you're learning His voice, learning to discern His voice by His will and His work and His Holy Spirit. And uh, that is a byproduct of it. That's growing in the Lord and walking by the Spirit. We all need to do that. There's going to be sometimes we ignore it. Just like we ignore man's words. That's where God chastens us and convicts us. Okay, that was a side note. Let's go over to Isaiah. This is being read out of the NASB. It's more literal translation. The King James is still the best as far as the closest to the original Hebrewic end but it's not King James on itself is not God um, and the person that wrote it but Isaiah number 30 1 through 3 this is this Bible has uh, headings and it's called Judah warned against Egyptian alliance but you know what the Old Testament is our, is our example of how God chasing his children, how they kept going astray. And then he will call on him through oppression, after the oppression and anxiety and affliction. Um, and the afflictions of the Lord, that he's allowed of the Lord to get to get their attention. It's the same now. Because the God's the same yesterday, today, and forever, praise the Lord. But Isaiah number 30, verses 1 through 3. Woe to the rebellious children, declares the Lord, who execute a plan, but not mine, and make an alliance, but not of my spirit, in order to add sin to sin, who proceed down to Egypt without consulting me, to take refuge in the safety of Pharaoh, and to seek shelter in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore the safety of Pharaoh will be their shame will be your shame actually he's speaking to them through Isaiah and the shelter in the shadow of Egypt your humiliation okay we're going to leave let me go a couple more verses let me go to verse 5 for the princes are at Zoan and their ambassador arrive at Hanes everyone will be ashamed because of a people who cannot profit them who are not for help or profit, but for shame and also for reproach. Let's look at verse number one here. Let's look at one by one and see what the Lord would have me to say. Father God, I lift this word up to you. I ask that you will speak through me, and I ask that you will give me hearing and understanding to only hear you, to make sure this is not my voice, not my understanding, not my wisdom, which I have none. I am not wise at all. I have no wisdom. Um, but I ask, and I also ask that you. That you will open the ears and the eyes of the understanding to let them see you and to hear how you wish to apply this to their lives also as well as to mine. Look at verse 1. Won't the rebellious children declares the Lord who execute a plan but not mine? Let's take just maybe perhaps one or two lines. Won't the rebellious children declares the Lord? Again, they were in captivity. Uh, I believe they were under Babylonian captivity at this time. Uh, or they may have been the Medes. I'm not sure which captivity. That may be something we can both study down the road here. 
of we are rebellious. We're rebellious when we don't listen to God, when we do our own things. But it's never man's experience. God is the only one that exposes our rebellion. He could use another man or another woman, man or woman. Uh, but it's going to come from His Word. If a scripture does not, if a scripture related does not come, then it's not man. It's not God. Because God will only speak through His Word, by His Word, and from His Word. He doesn't speak, you know, he can speak through man's means, man's governments, whatever. But it's going to all point to His words. People that don't know that yet are not, may not yet be regenerated. I don't see the heart, so I can't discern that. They need to do a, a 2 Corinthians 13.5. Have God do a 13.5 searching on them also. We all should do that periodically. But again, we're rebellious when we don't listen to God, when we do our own things. Now, things are going easy. You're really not having no struggles. Um, except work, or, work is hired, school is hired, things of that nature. That's going to happen because we live in a cursed earth right now because of sin. Because they rebelled against, because our first mother and fathers. And you know what? No matter what culture down here on earth, we're all related in that respect. We were all the children of the devil when we were born physically. Then when we were born the second time, we became God's children. That's only after we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and His work. The sacrifice work, the gospel, He suffered and died for us, for our sin. To wash us in all of our sins. To wash us clean. If you have not yet genuinely believed in the Lord and through that belief confess with your mouth as Romans 10.9 please do so today you don't have a lot of time left things are unraveling even in Isaiah I ran across that passage too ok I had to put the gospel out there there are some of you that are that will listen to this by the spirit of God not knowing why you were drawn to listen to it until this you need to hear this brother or sister friend cousin family member classmate neighborhood friend you need to hear this you need to believe in Jesus don't believe in the Pope don't believe in Mary neither one of them can get you to heaven neither one of them are interceding rightly on your behalf Mary is now back with the Lord she just sees, I believe she was born again. I believe she was healed with all my heart. She was used by she blessed again. And I believe she is in heaven. She is worshiping him. She's not ruling him. Nobody rules God. God is God. Jesus is God. Incarnate. The Holy Spirit is God. They are all one. One God. They are not separate. They are not divided. A Pope will never get you to heaven. Okay, back to the scripture. Back to this lesson here, or message. Who execute a plan, but not mine. Look at your goals list. Ask God, pray by praying in Bible study. Spend some time in quiet. Shut up. Get away from everybody. Finish your schoolwork, young people. Don't forsake that. Get that done. Ask God to help you enable it so you can get in this word. Get in your word. Shut up your iPods. Shut off your phones. You don't need to be out on a side court. I don't care what man says. You need to be alone with God. You need to be making time alone with God. You need to be saying no. 
God's got work to do, but God also, we can't do that work until we get along with Him. Anybody tells you different is not of God. Period. There's a time for work, and there's a time for seeking Him. That work is useless, frivolous. That playtime only comes through Him, by Him. You need to put Him above everything. Period. He will not supersede His Word. We should all be taking quiet times with Him. We don't have nothing down here, no possessions. I'm surrounded to the plan that is not God's and making alliances. we got to be careful with who we're partnering with. If we're partnering with people just so we can get, because they fund us or because they, you know, to give to us, now God may use that as a blessing out there because He used Cyrus in Isaiah chapter 45. Versus, I believe it's five, I believe it's five, three or five, I'm not sure. Crack um, me on that one, send me a Facebook message or, um, or text. Cyrus was not saved, but God so used him mightily, and he had seen through the children, of, through certain members of the children of Israel that still had the anointing of God on them. It was just in captivity for a purpose. Um, shake some off perhaps I don't know without studying some of it I've seen like Daniel um, but that be careful when we set alliances that are not by his spirit if God has not so moved you in the spirit to go somewhere now he'll always speak if you have a serving heart just like he still used Jonah mightily even though he was in a he was in the belly of a ship he still used him mightily to save those uh, or at least appear to save those sa- uh, those sailors after they threw him overboard because they witnessed that they had the true God and they were worshiping the wrong God so whether they're in heaven we won't know that until we get there um, verse 2 who proceed down to Egypt without consulting me notice the word down there Egypt uh, don't forget they provided for all the physical needs they had housing uh, or shelter strongholds actually they are good strongholds strongholds are bad strongholds our loader is our stronghold uh, and our strong tower who we run into and run out of each and every day we run into to get our energy and as it says in the Psalms um, but with but the strongholds that the earthly ones are only supposed to be temporary they are not for long if they're at all. There are strongholds that are bad, though, that the devil sets up once he gets into it. How does he do it? Temptation. Lust. Lusting. Greed. The wrong use of money. If we're using it to pay stuff for ourselves or if we're working to provide giving, our ability to give outwards to others, which is the way it's supposed to be. Um... That's what work was intended to be. Work was never intended to provide 100% for our needs. Now, some people can point to Malachi chapter 3 and say it provides 90%. That was only a test of God. God may test us, test the strength of our faith, but He'll get us to a deeper faith once we are His. Um, He'll do it lovingly by His grace and mercy. but again, in order to add sin on sin, they were already sinning against God by the rebellion 
because you remember in verse 1 is he called them rebellious children he has not cast them out they were still his children he did not resell them back to uh, Satan at a profit they were not like slaves where you buy and sell back and forth um like we ignorantly against God's will had them down here upon the earth they were not that into it and remember like David when he stumbled once he let the lust of his eyes and then he misused his power to bring another man's wife to him then he went even deeper in sin to a third sin by committing murder and that was again misuse of his power God puts us in upper leadership positions <laughs> it is not for ourselves and it's not for us to abase ourselves I mean to exalt ourselves abasing is bringing back down forgive me for that but thank the Lord for correcting me we'll proceed down to Egypt without consulting me now when I studied that and I highlighted that too a while ago I don't remember when interesting after it went down but without consulting him that me is almighty God Lord Jesus Holy Spirit one the Trinity the Holy Trinity the only Trinity really um, that means there are occasions when God will send us to Egypt he sent Moses back into Egypt to get people out to get his people out he said deliver them he will send Jesus down in the clouds will not set foot on earth yet will not come all the way to earth he will only come in the clouds and he will have Gabriel and will command Gabriel to shout trumpet the Bible calls it and we are going home we were going upwards all of a sudden we'll become weightless gravity won't hold us down no more <laughs> I have no clue what that looks like that can happen tonight it can happen in this mid lesson shit I actually desire I want to go home this is not my home. The RV that he will provide. Or if it's this one I'm in that happens to have bunk beds. How many kids could this um, carry from place to place? All of us sharing a testimony of the Lord Jesus to whoever God crosses our path with. That has been in my heart for a number of years. But I can never see who. Most of these people are now husband and wife. They travel back and forth. They've sold their homes. Some have sold their homes. Some are not. Some have multiple homes. It's all God's provision. Or they're just misusing it. Many of them are misusing it and don't know it. But they will stand before I'm just praying that they're born again and they do go to heaven. Because I don't want nobody to go to hell. And I'm praying diligently that God use me for any of those that are going to hell. Prayer request. You just had it. Still in verse 2. To take refuge in the safety of Pharaoh. And to take shelter in the shadow of Egypt. Notice when they had all the needs met. Food provision. Clothing didn't really wear out. No, that was four years in the desert. Shoes didn't wear out. That was amazing. Whoever had shoes for a pair of 40 years. I'm lucky if I can get shoes that last me two months. And those are the $13 shoes in Walmart. You got a, you got a $100 pair of uh, indoors young people do they last a year no will they ever last a year no they're not made like that wicked man those people are 
not acting as born-again individuals. They may be rebellious children, or they may be the devil's workers of iniquity. That's not for us to know. We were just supposed to remind them either away. Then they are living Oh, they cuss you out. They're not God's children. <laughs> or they continually cuss you out. Now they just stumble. One time slip, we will all do it. Anybody says they can't slip, that's tell- That's the same thing as telling. You're doing the same thing as we've all done on occasion of telling God, I've never sinned, which means you just call God a liar. Anybody that says they've never made a mistake, they've never sinned anymore, they don't sin anymore, they don't stumble, they don't make a mistake in the flesh, is a liar and is not of God. Parent. I continually do it and I don't like it. When I do it, I get very grieved. That leads me to repentance, but the grief is from God. Now, we know many of the children of Israel, they repented several times, and God always took them back and always blessed them for their repentance through others. Um, but when we look at the safety of Pharaoh, are you under Pharaoh or are you under God? Now, remember, Pharaoh's still under God's control. He always was. But this is the way up here in Isaiah. They came out of Egypt already. They were one of the witnesses. Isaiah was approximately, probably a thousand years without looking and without properly studying the word on that one yet, as of yet. But that was probably a thousand years after the first two pharaohs that were written in that are written in Genesis and they still wanted to go back in so there were still you know there's always going to be another pharaoh that's just what they called their kings back then some are called like now some are called presidents many called presidents many called prime ministers okay let me go to the next one I don't want to take this forever um seek shelter and yet our shelter is supposed to be under the holy wing of Almighty God, as the psalm says, as we're reminding in the psalm. Our shelter is in the uh, supposed to be in the Almighty. Why are we seeking shelter in the shadow of Egypt? Because we can see it. We can feel it. We can taste it. We can experience Well, experience. I'm going to loosely use the term experience for the lack of a better term in this moment. And I'm not really here. Are we not doing the same thing now? Can we not apply this to times of our own life? Are we doing that? Or are we truly serving God? Now, when they were in Egypt, they were, you know, they started crying out to God once the affliction and the impression got you. Once Pharaoh gets you so comfortable, once, it, once the incoming Antichrist for those after we go home get taken out of the way, has his reign for seven years, roughly three and a half years actually, because that last three and a half years will be God's wrath poured out upon unregenerated men, unsaved men wicked men that have not repented before God and will not repent there will be not be any salvations during that time and when you properly study the Re- book of Revelation you will note they will curse God they will not repent you know how bad someone's heart's got to be to go through affliction? To say, God, what do you want? I'm listening. I'm sorry I repented for you. That's why it's so easy for us because we're his children. He may take him a few stones and may have to turn up the heat a little bit <laughs> to get to us. I don't have an outside light, so I'm losing light here. I'm going on God's light. 
um, let's go to verse 3. Probably going to wrap it up. Therefore, the safety of Pharaoh will be your shame. In the shelter, this is a warning against the safety. And a warning to us also. In the shelter, in the shadow of Egypt, your humiliation. I think what 4 and 5 is doing, from what I'm understanding, and my understanding of walking with God for a number of years, and still growing, and I'm still walking with Him, trying to walk with Him. Um, probably one possible application for us. We think we have cars. We can only buy cars if we do put in 40 hours of work. Yeah, that's per um, this world's ideal, the world's teaching, religious teachings. Remember how the devil has had for a number of years under his temporary power, because he is called the prince of the power of the year. Uh, earth in the air. He is called the prince of this earth. Not called a king. He's not called a god. Because he's not. He has no power. No possessions. Temporary. He's a steward. He will report. He knows where he's going. He knows he's going to hell. And he doesn't want to go alone. He knows he uh, he's had some now. And they are his workers. Angels at first. The demons are very real. And we do not see them. But we can experience their power in the children of disobedience, as Ephesians chapter 1 reminds us. We were once children of disobedience. We were once after we came out of our mother's womb. But God at that, but God at that moment was, coming, uh, was already at work. He called us. We can go back to Jeremiah chapter 1. And even Isaiah chapter 6 and all the verses, Paul was called Peter. You know, no, Paul, I'm sorry. Uh, God knew them all in the womb because he put he knew us in the womb. To apply that, just to leave it back in the Old Testament and use it as a scripture is meaningless. To leave these words written on this page and not let God lift them up is useless. It's allow Him to apply it to our lives. Are you still going by the power? I mean, I'm busting my butt. My flesh is still trying to think I cannot work hard enough to obtain vehicles. But when I go back to the all the vehicles I've had, I've been allowed to have over this term. This one has been to me. This van has been under my watch for seven years, and for the most part, God has enabled me to be a good steward with it. And I was born again when it was allowed it. And up until the last three years, uh, it was used solely, or for the most part, I don't want to say solely, obviously, because I didn't have to go back and forth to CMS, uh, work for employment. Uh, but after work, it was used to take kids to church, take kids out to the mall. As y'all remember, many of you were partakers, take them for dinner, a quick snack. Taking the Dairy Queen. Remember the trip to Dairy Queen? I miss that actually. So again, I'm praying for y'all that are in the shelter of Egypt. Under the, under the, um, if you are making, if you are making a wrong alliance just to obtain money. Now, you may have a motivation, but God knows the true motivations of the heart. Your motivation to, you may be saying before God and before others, it's going to be used to glorify God all day, but, uh, Look at what is being purchased with it. 
is it truly glorified God now? Because God wants to be glorified now. Not say, well, I can be able to do that 30 years down the road, or 5 years down the road, 10 years down the road. No. God's plan is now. His plan is every single day when He gives us, when He wakes us up. You know tomorrow's not promised. We can go home tonight. We can wake up before Him. And we're all going to have to stand on account. We're going to stand before Him one on one. We're not going to be able to look around for our attorney. We're not going to be our attorney. He's Jesus. Don't you, aren't you glad He had an attorney? When the people in Revelation, chapter 19, I believe, the great, great one throne judgment, Jesus ain't their attorney. They're going to have no one. We have Jesus. But for the most part, oh, He'll speak on our behalf when we fail. God's going to show us those moments we missed, those opportunities we missed, not to kill us, not to make us sad. Just so Jesus will be glorified and He will say, Father, I suffered and died on the cross, my blood washed that away. Okay, I'm crying. Praise God. Tears of joy. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Jesus. That's why we sure want to serve Him. Wow, it was a burst of spirit. I got a lot of things I want to stumble for. Thank God for His blood. We do not need to be calling down curses on one another either. That's not of God. When we do that, <laughs> let the devil speak to us. And to those people that have done that to me, I'll say to them, Sit and get there behind me. But it's not me that rebukes you, it's Jesus. Because I don't rebuke nobody. But I also ask forgiveness out there that um, I ask the Lord to put Satan behind me for those moments that I've done that. Remember the boys of thunder, James and John, when they wanted to call it on fire? That's the same thing as calling a curse on somebody. So I've repented for God already when I got checked on it. This, have you called, a, have you tried to call a curse on somebody? God just had me tell Satan to get to get behind me so I don't see him. But why are you still looking at him? This is your conviction from God. Just confess it. It may not be me. Maybe somebody else. Those that have done it to me, I've forgiven them already in Christ Jesus. I've let them go. God's removed it from me. Love them, and that's going to continue by His grace. So again, let's ponder these words. What plan are you doing? That's not that's not God's. Eliminate it. Tell Him right now. What alliance are you getting ready to make, or have you already made it? Cut it. Remove it. Go to that. Go to that person, and says, you know what? Is there a way I can really get out of this? Because I don't really. Think I need to be doing this right now. If they're a believer, well, that it still may be of God. But if it's an unbeliever, he won't have us making alliance with an unbeliever. Period. That's not in scripture. Especially if you're adding sin to sin. But these again are rebellious. Are you rebelling in one area? If you're doing that, then you may be rebelling in another area and you just the enemy's just trying to take you deeper. When the enemy gets you back into Egypt, gets us back into Egypt, not just you, <gasps> me too. When you get back into Babylon, back into the 
don't forget there's going to be an eighth kingdom that's of the seventh kingdom as Daniel uh, revealed from God uh, and I don't know for some reason it's still a little bit of a mystery for me God has not fully revealed, revealed that to me yet and given me that understanding yet however it's almost like if it's of the seven it's like it's going to be a combination of religion Christianity has, call, has called it theologians are calling it the revised Roman Empire see each of these empires seven empires have not died have not fully been destroyed they've been pushed down yet now obviously the original people were because these are thousands two thousand years ago three thousand years ago so but uh have you proceeded down Egypt without consulting with God or are you getting ready to don't do it stop what you're doing let God put his cross allow his cross to be as a stumbling block before you right now not the bad stumbling but to stop to get you to trip a little bit and to say okay Lord why did you just trip let it be as your as the blindness of his light that uh, that knocked Saul down some said he was riding a horse versions I use I haven't seen where he was on a horse I don't know where they added that from so I don't know how they interpreted it. he knocked him off his horse so I'll go back and reread it again out there over in Acts 9 but uh, it's not pertinent to this one fully well it's all pertinent uh, are you taking refuge in the safety of Pharaoh see Pharaoh will take care of his own until we start worshipping God the moment we continue to worship Almighty God, the only true living God, Yeshua HaMashiach, Adonai, El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, Provider, Jehovah Rapha, Ahila, Jehovah Nisai, Abaner, Eliam, His most high and exalted name, the great I Am, who He is to His people, Israel, His firstborn, our older brothers and sisters. But until we start doing that, until we start turning away from man and turning back towards Almighty God through the Lord Jesus Christ and by His shed blood and His work on the cross, mark of repentance, then watch what He does. Pharaoh got very angry at His people when He was trying to come out. God only took ten plagues, ten little very strong adversities. The last one was almost getting ready to cost him his whole household. Phoenix, all right, take him, go out, take your people. <laughs> But then he still, guess what? Still wants them back. We're hard workers. Because we work on his power. Ooh, gotta remember where that came from. So again, I ask you to pray for God's wisdom regarding this particular uh, culture that I'm in and what he wants to do with it. I know it's not just for me, not when it's got bunk beds in it. I can hold, I can easily squeeze 12 people in it very nicely out there. Depends what kind of comfort we want. If you want a big lot of room. I we practically had to pay extra for it <laughs> in the vehicle that would drive it. We would only need a half ton or a three-quarter ton. That's a typical van. Not a minivan, obviously. It's like 8,000 pounds. Yeah, I carry it on my back. Who can carry it on the back? Let's see you do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Love you.
Father God, in Jesus' name, Father God, I lift up these people again as I close out. Father God, I lift myself up, Lord. I make sure that I'm not executing a plan that's not of you, Lord. I ask that you will show that to me, Lord, and um, take me out of it and take me back, Lord, in your uh, And I repent before you, Almighty God, if I am doing that, Father God. I ask that you confirm that. I make sure, Father God, that I'm not adding any sin to sin, that I'm completely going on washing your blood. I trust in your blood. I believe in you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I lift up these people, Father God. I pray that you reveal to them, Father God, mightily, Father God, that if they're getting ready to execute a plan or they have executed a plan that's not of you, Lord, that they get out of it. If they're making any alliance that's not of you, Lord, I pray that you will remove them from it, Father God, by your mighty hand of the Lord Jesus Christ, by your power of the Holy Spirit. I ask this... I ask that you continue to pour your grace upon grace upon them, that they will grow in you immensely, Lord. In Jesus' name. Love y'all. Miss y'all.